From the minds of Australia's biggest live stage late night talk show comes a podcast too raunchy for the stage, too funny for the radio, too short for the Netflix, and too diverse for the Australian TV. Clean your ears and calm your fears. Your salvation from mediocrity is here. It's Edward Weekly. And Sam. Ooh, get ready for the world's tallest high chair because, baby, we're back. Uh, <laughs> so dumb. <laughs> Guys, this is Ebsworth Weekly, a one-stop shop for everything. Ebsworth tonight. Now, we did take a brief hiatus because I got a spicy cough and Sam got a spicy cough. But now Sam is back in the form of another person. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to let him do his intro this time. We've got an amazing replacement. I can't wait to bring him on. Hit it, baby. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm, wait, I'm in. You do it, yeah, you do. Oh, I thought I was introing. Okay, let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> I thought so. Ladies and gentlemen, please, let me introduce you. A man with so many smile lines, he looks like a testicle's having a good time. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's Colin Emsworth. Bellissimo. Thank you so much. Oh Thank you God. so much. He's and so uh, <laughs> replacing Sam today as uh, filling a man with a shoe size so big, he uses an inflatable raft as a condom because making BCF employees cry is his kink. <laughs> oh, no, I, think I like the other one more A man so tall Women need an oxygen tank Just to sit on his face It's Cameron McLaren <laughs> And we are joined today With Perth Comedy Royalty Ladies and gentlemen Frankie Rosethorn Thank you Frankie, Thanks so much guys I just thought it would be very interesting This is our most diverse episode yet We have Perth's tallest comedian And Perth's woman comedian Perth's so, woman comedian And The brown guy Oh, and Josh, obviously. Hey, Josh. The brown sand keeping us, keeping us right. We got to come up with a better name than brown sand. Um, <laughs> what about the bold fuck? No, I'm just, <laughs> no, just, I'm just kidding. Guys, our next show, June 2nd, we got Matt Hale coming on as a hypnotist. He's going to be doing some crazy stuff. The reason we have Frankie on is because she will be doing a special guest segment. Mm -hmm. Frankie. I'm not sure what that entails yet, but I'm, I'm along for the ride. She's the woman of a million voices yes, in I her am. head. We're all very worried. That's too many voices. <laughs> yeah, lots of Give them. us a couple. Hello. <laughs> wow. Yeah. wow. Her lips was, didn't move. That's then, crazy. And then, um, what's up, everybody? It's Gwen Stefani. Oh, that's really oh, good. That's way better. Gwen Stefani's here. Gwen Stefani. I'm just a girl. That's really good. That's Cameron, can you do right? any voices? Hello. <laughs> well, that's Cameron McClure. Ladies and gentlemen. Hello. <laughs> that's that guy. Uh, that's the guy from Crime Stoppers. All we have is one <laughs> audio snippet. <laughs> he appeared on the witness's camera. Hello. <laughs> what a camp criminal. <laughs> what a Hello. silly, silly man. Um, guys, so we have a, a very big show. We're really excited. Uh, some crazy stuff has been kicking off in the news. We have a new government. Yeah, we do. Yeah. Yay. That's pretty cool. Did you guys watch the election? No, I was working. Okay, no. did you? <laughs> I did. Yeah, and you we did? watched and we watched it like and like every time a different suburb come up, we're like, yeah, get it this one and like cheering. It was like a show. I liked it. Yeah, it I was, was like, cool. yeah, we're gonna do it again next time. It's like a new, it's like a new <laughs> thing. Three years. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was really exciting. Is there anyone you were rooting for? Because Sam really liked a lot of the One Nation candidates because they were just so eclectic, and he loves a good fedora. It was, dude. There was one. There was one <laughs> up north. He was like, mm, me voters. Like it was real good. <laughs> <laughs> He's like a fucking insane. 
Um, and who else? I think ScoMo lost his seat. ScoMo stepped down, yeah, but also WA went full fucking left. Yeah, I'm, I'm a fan <laughs> yeah, for it. Yeah. The place that can grow the least amount of trees went. <laughs> yeah, hell, heavy love it. That's great. I think the ads just work. Well, one, one side of the ads was like a silly song about a bucket, and then the other side was like, "He hates you, and he loves Clyde Palmer." And you're like, "Oh, um, yeah. uh, I guess I'll do it this on. way." <laughs> Some guy needs. To, Let me hear the bucket guy again. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> not sure. It's real like, catchy. Okay, I forgot what the other one was. <laughs> Um, who did you vote for, Frankie? Did you vote? Yeah, did I did vote. vote? Yeah. I, I went grains because, you know. Ew. Nah, that's fair. Cool. Young, <laughs> loving it. Yeah, apparently there was a record turnout for young people. Yeah. Um, but in all fairness, that after COVID, this was the closest they had to a music festival in a long time. <laughs> they were like, oh, grandma's playing a speaker next to a sausage sizzle. This is almost big day out. Let's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's just one in every 10 people in the line is just gurning out of the mother. It's a whole good sausage. <laughs> Sick. Um, that's wild. Did uh, you vote? Yeah, I did because I had the spicy. I had they sent me a thing and oh. I had the big the big long sheet that was amazing because I like to roll it down and I know my girlfriend to know and being like, "Here you, here you. <laughs> let the letter show." And she was like, "You got to you got to stop that. <laughs> you got to stop. <laughs> you got to stop doing that. Can you go back to almost having a like dying from a fever dream? Fever was crazy. I woke up almost crying. Um <laughs> Convinced that dream. I was, a, yeah, convinced that I was a member of the Viet Cong and that our leader Han had died on a raid and then committed Harry Carry because he like, and I was waking up crying, like Han, Han. Ginger's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Oh I was gosh. like, oh, oh, never mind. This is probably not real. <laughs> There's a 50-50 chance this isn't real. <laughs> Slight. Vietnamese um, don't do Harry Carry. <laughs> this silly sausage. I've, I've never heard of a fever dream that includes. Um, just like heavy scenarios. I feel like it's all sensory for me. Like when you feel like seasick, like you're on a boat for a fever dream. Yeah, it's like, like waking always up, tossing a, and turning. Yes, yeah, tossing oh. and turning. You're like, I dream that I'm on a boat because I feel like I'm like nauseous. What's the craziest fever dream? Have you guys? Um, yeah, I was like the fa- I, falling feeling onto a grid. Oh, what falling sort of from really like you know, like a paper, like a grid paper. And, and did something like that manifest in your real life? Like, did yeah. you fall into a grid? I walked into an I art did. project. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what about you, Cam? Crazy stream? I don't know so much about remembering like what happened in the crate. I always get ones where I have to get somewhere, but it's the I, a few times I've woken up and been like in tears and mm. been so sad because someone's dead, and then you realize, yeah. oh, they're not oh, dead. Yeah. And then you're like, you should message them. You're like, that's weird. Don't worry about it. Just go, <laughs> they're alive. Live your life. Yes. Don't worry about it. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, you wake up and like, but you've got tears on your face. You're like, so I was like crying while I was asleep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Man, if you robbed me and you saw that. <laughs> <laughs> I'd put things back. <laughs> I'd get other things and give it to him. Like, bro, you must yeah, be having yeah. a hard time. She's just crying. crying in his oh sleep. You do all the saddest stuff you can do. <laughs> a guy comes in, he's got a gun, and he's like just rocking around, and you're just sleepwalking, putting the gun into your mouth. He's like, no, stop. give me the gun back. Give me the gun back. Anyway, we're going to chat about you guys individually because uh, I really want to get a feel. Um, Cam has been crushing it. He's one of our favourite acts. He's been doing it for years. Big friend of the show. He was at the very first show uh, when we did it ages ago as the warm-up act. Very excited to have him back uh, very soon. Um, what have you been doing uh, else, elsewise? Because you've done, you have a crazy eclectic thing. You were the MC for Married at First Sight. 
Yeah, that was fun. Right? Yeah. Um, which, uh, to my knowledge, is a show about living in the developing world. That's right, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was like, so we had to- Or the country. I should have said the country. That's better. That's a funny one. <laughs> yeah. No, it was, that was fine. There was only one time that I got to go do that. I got to go to Sydney and do um, just do a wedding thing because, yeah, it was fun. But you're also the OG, oh, longest running, I think, MC for Telethon. I was, right? yeah, yeah, the audience warm-up. Until was, they were like, hey, man, these kids keep dying. Can't yeah, you you are, you you're not helping at all. <laughs> it's been 10 years, 10 kids. What's wrong with you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We've not saved anyone. Uh, nah. Like, <laughs> they, um, the COVID took it away, bro. They changed the format of telethon after like 50 years and now they do it differently and they don't, they don't need me anymore. They're I'm like, going to We're going to go bring back Cam to telethon. Yeah. B- BBC. BBC telethon for Telethon. BBC. Yeah, yeah. 100%. <laughs> more BBC for Telethon. More BBC for te- All of a sudden there's like 100 more kids in wheelchairs. We're like, oh, we misjudged this. <laughs> 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 Best time though, man. Have you, did you ever watch Telethon? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's the best, man. Was, that was my dream as a kid to get on that show. So then when you're there, like doing the audience warm up, it was so much fun. So what would you do to warm this up with the kids? Just you just be a goose. That's all they want. So as soon as they cut to an ad break, there's nothing happening. So it's just a bunch of people in the exhibition center doing nothing. So you just got to entertain them. So do dances, have chats, throw lollies at them a lot. You bring them. It's literally just padding yeah. but you're doing it for like all night and it's so and then you could like you get the celebrities some celebrities will write involved and they want to it's so interesting because some people you can see that they're either very natural with like entertainers and mm. some people like a lot of home and away actors would refuse like if they're not on camera they're nothing mm. they'll just melt away and they just sit there and it's like oh yeah. these kids want to chat to you do you want to come over and have a chat and they're like no nah, I, better, I better stay here yeah and then they're just sitting there and then the camera comes back on and they become and it's like oh yeah, you're just a pretty face you're not a, yeah. and then a lot of like sports people though especially Dope. They're always getting involved. They'll oh, come cool. down and chat with the kids. Nice. A lot of the radio people actually are a lot of fun. I just found it was like a lot of home and away people. You're kind of like, come on, bro. Like, mm. get it. Like, they're, they're right there. Just talk to them. Like, yeah. come have a chat or talk whatever. To these kids. Some people, are t- <laughs> some people are too involved and they'll like take the mic off you and they want to do it. And you're like, no, I know you're famous, but no, this is yeah, my yeah. job. Stop, Stop it. That. I want to have fun. Yeah, but yeah, it's, it's the best mm. fun. It was cool. I mean, the padding thing is interesting because you don't realize that goes into a live production. And it, um, it came out really good, especially for like just entertain, just for being comfortable being on stage because you yeah. just have to. There's no. And you don't know when the ad's coming. It's just like, all right, and we're in ad. Oh, yeah, you'd have no idea. And you don't I, know when you're coming back. I just get a thing in the earpiece saying, all right, 30 seconds. So it's like, all right, so I just keep talking. I keep doing anything until you tell me yeah. 30 seconds. It could be five minutes. It could be t- And you never minute. know. That's going to be one of the hardest things because, like, we've all emceed gigs, but I've never emceed a gig and be like, oh, kids, for one, a yeah. massive theatre. They have no idea what you are. I imagine the lighting is weird because they're all resetting the stage. And then next up, your headline act, it's a rapping grandma. Like there's no one. Yeah. yeah. So that's what I, I started trying to... I, my favourite part of the whole show was yeah. I started in the mornings is when we start getting the kids coming out to do a little dance or a little sing song or something. Like it's a Sunday morning mm. at like 8 in the morning. It's a giant production and no one's thought of the fact that it's just a little 8-year-old kid that they just push onto the stage and stand on your mark and when we're ready to go... Go sing. That's what they do to the kid. Yeah. So I would, no one told me to, but I'd go backstage. Who's up next? Oh, hey, buddy, are you ready for this? I'd walk out yeah. with them, have little chats with them. I'd talk to the crowd like, this is Jacinta or whatever. She, what are we going to sing today? And I always sing horses with the audience. So I'd yeah. always try to get the singers to sing horses with me. And sometimes they would want to play along. Sometimes like, can you just fuck off? I'm about to be on TV. Like, leave yeah. me alone. But like, I've had uh, this girl, Brooke, she just did a song at the Frio game recently, she ran up to me at the game because she's like, I remember you from Telethon like six years ago when I was a little kid. It's like, oh yeah, that would have helped them. But I just had fun because it mm. made it, I don't know. What's the, okay, what's the weirdest act? Dancing, seen? dancing is, oh, why? <laughs> <laughs> I don't get it. Especially for dancing, like any young. of them, any level of calisthenics, like it's like, okay, like 
I get it if it's your kid and you want them to be part of an organised thing and they're learning and they're doing stuff. Yeah. But like, as far as entertainment value, who's like, hell yeah, those six-year-old girls were killing it. Like, oh, all 30 yeah, of them yeah. spent all, and then all the way up to like, this, one there's the even like 16-year-olds <laughs> doing it. Yeah, She's and got vertigo. She's well, I'd want to watch that if they let you professionally fuck with them. Do you know what I mean? Like if you're, what are those little popper things you throw? They're just like popping. Bang, the right as yeah. you're trying to do a move. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Your fires are great. All right, everyone, half the stage is oiled, but we won't tell you what half. Good luck. <laughs> and you're Ooh. just singing horses the whole time. <laughs> yeah. Did Telethon get really cool and sexy all of a sudden? Oh, my God. Um, sexy uh, Telethon. So I know, Telethon up late. I mean, it is yes. up late. Why don't yeah, they? Why not at certain yep. point, I mean, you can't. It's, Get risque yeah. for the sick kids. I know. What about like, you know, there's like a big brother. Well, that's what they like... used to do back in the day. You speak to the guys about what they're doing, especially when it was like in the old Channel 7 studios in Dianella and it's like half the guys are ex-Eagles players and stuff. They're just coked out of their minds of in this tiny room. Just say, have, oh, so the okay. chats at three in the morning would have been so random yeah. back in like the 90s like, and the 80s. And <laughs> who stuff. can do oh, the most lines? Yeah, <laughs> would have been crazy. Um, that's wild. Do you, what, what are your memories of Telethon? Because obviously, Frankie, you are... Yep. Um, yeah, well, I think a we were just sick kid. Sick, <laughs> sick kid. <laughs> well, you know, my dad's been heavily involved with them for a while. And, you know, oh, we haven't. Oh, sorry. Oh, yes. Yeah, I should mention this before. Sorry. Obviously, your dad is uh, comedy royalty, like we mentioned before. Yeah. Peter Rosethorn yeah. of Kath and Kim fame, mm-hmm. of um, I'm a celebrity, get me out of here, of Hey Colin, it's been nice, but I have to go. <laughs> 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 um, and was the very first guest on the talk show that Cam warm up for it was amazing. Um, oh yeah, and he was super drunk. He was that so night. drunk. That was I remember it was funny. amazing. Don't get me wrong, good. it was yeah, amazing. Yeah. But the, ne- the next time I caught up with him in a gig green room, he was like, "Man, that was fun." But like, why'd you cut me off? You know, I, <laughs> did I not do well? He thought he did badly, and I was like, I was upset because I was like, "No, no, Pete, you did amazing." Yeah. But it was a ten minute interview, and you were up for twenty five minutes. Like you did, <laughs> you did fifteen yeah. over. You broke the mic. It was awesome. <laughs> Did you break the mic? Well, he had a wireless headset and then he, it somehow wasn't on him. And then he just took it off and then he's just holding the wireless headset up yes, to his mouth. Yes, I remember this. Um, just smack, high-fiving people and stuff. <laughs> oh, I mean, real 70s, good time. 70s telethon vibes. Yes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, Frankie, you've been doing comedy for a while now, but did you always want to do stand-up? Yeah, I, I've always wanted to get involved within comedy. I think, like, change your idea of what you want to do, you know, every few seconds when you're a kid. But I think... From the get-go, I was just like, comedy is where... Was there a theme? You're like, I want to be a funny doctor. I want to be a funny yeah. engineer. I want to be... You're like, hey, I don't think you're getting this. <laughs> but yeah, I think all the, all the way through school, I was just going, this is pointless not doing this test, guys, because I'm going to be on stage. Yeah, really? You know? In the back of my mind going, fuck, if I don't... Even before I had done stand-up, I was like, I'll, I'll do it eventually and I'm, I can... Imagine that I'm good at it. Did you find your comedy was influenced more by being, like, at all by being in an all girls? Because you went to an all girls school, right? No, I went to I went to coed, but I went to all girl. I started off in an all girls school, um, quite young. And what's the comedy like in that environment? Because obviously, Cam and I would have been public school boys yeah. uh, who were farting in each other's faces for at least the first five years of year eight. A lot of ragamuffinishness. <laughs> yeah, it's um, yeah, the comedy thing is weird. Like, I've. Ex- the drama class is always very enthusiastic. They but drama class in an old girl school is wildly different to a drama class theatre. Nah. What do you mean? I nah. Don't know. <laughs> no, no, I just mean like drama class in an old girl school would be like actual just drama. Oh, <laughs> just, uh, oh okay, sure, yeah, yeah, I guess you can see and that. Bethany yeah. said <laughs> space jump, and Bethany's <laughs> such a bitch. <laughs> Set the offer, bitch. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it was just odd. I feel like I didn't talk about my stand up much at school because it was a bit of a roll, my friends kind of roll their eyes at it kind of thing. Like it was it was nothing I could come to school about and talk with them because they'd be like, okay, 
Or I'd be like in a shitty mood until lunchtime and they're like, what's up with you? And I'm like, I bombed last night. And they're like, okay, that's enough. You know? Yeah. <laughs> we don't want to hear about that. Yeah, Some of us have just, real problems, yeah, okay, yeah. about dad's boat. <laughs> yeah. Isn't as clean as he'd like. Yeah, so that was a uh, – it was just something I did privately and I when I could because I didn't have a licence and it was just whenever I could get driven to a gig is when I would do a gig Oh, my much. God, did you ever sneak out for a gig? Was that like you being a re- re- rebellious? <laughs> no. You've been doing comedy, haven't you? <laughs> I can tell. <laughs> <laughs> let, me, let, me, let me smell your clothes. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> just like, job. okay, all right. What is your favourite gig to date? Because you've been doing some absolute units lately. You uh, have been done – how many times have you done theatres now? You've opened oh, for Fiona yeah. and Beck. And Becky. Um, and I did the Janelle Let's Hear It For The Girl. Janelle um, oh. Janelle Koenig did the yeah, Let's Hear It For The Girls the, at Astor? Yeah, Astor. Whoa. And then we did uh, the Regal. I've done the Regal a few times through okay, when just was the like Friday nights. You did a theatre. Like how soon in? Uh, I think it was like gig – Four or five. It was the state, Damn, okay. the, <laughs> yeah. the Royal State good. Final. Favorite so far. Favorite oh, favorite gig. gig. Well, I mean, opening for Becky is just um, incredible, and I'm she's so, so happy. Good. She's so just everything to me. Josh did tech during the Perth Comedy Fest, and I think we got to see a couple of her gigs, didn't we? No, I didn't see Becky Lucas. Oh, okay. Well, then we'll scrap that one. <laughs> That's great. We got to see Sam Campbell. Sam Campbell. Oh, awesome. he's, he's Fuck. That was very good. Was also, Sam show. Campbell, you were just one of the sweetest people. Um, at the end, he was like, oh, go see Colin Lebsworth's show. And I was like, why? I'm a, no- <laughs> why? I'm a nobody. To quote Sam Campbell, I'm a fanook. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, we're going to get to a quick ad. We'll be back in 45 seconds. Mom, it's costume day tomorrow. And I haven't told you until right now. Well, let's go to Spotlight. Oh, no! The wedding's tomorrow, and I forgot to get a gift. Well, let's go to Spotlight. We've been fighting for days against these infidels. They say we are the terrorists, but they bomb our hospitals and weddings with drones. All we wanted was the chance to build our nation ourselves like they did. But we are evil for wanting the same chance? We're on our last legs. We haven't even got long stretches of material to make bandages for all the children they shoot for practice. Well... Let's go to Spotlight. Spotlight. They've got everything you need. Even hope. <laughs> wow, Spotlight is getting kind of hectic. Uh, <laughs> I'd love to just see that with like a... If that's a like a silly company that goes serious, it'd be nice to see a serious company go silly. Do you know? Like how could you make like a wacky world vision? Do you hate being hangry? <laughs> <laughs> you're not yourself when you're starving. <laughs> just give them a Snickers. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> oh, that's ridiculous. Uh, okay, guys, we're going to cut to another segment. This is one of our favourites here. Now, obviously, because Sam isn't here, we've entrusted the absolute honour of Reddit on Reddit to Cameron McLaren. So this is a segment oh, no. we're going to take out some ridiculous news stories that Cam has found on Reddit. Cam, right, hit us best, with story number one. The best headline I saw. Mm-hmm. It says that probing Uranus is the top priority this decade, US science advisors say. That's all I've got. That's, a, that's my main okay. story. I saw that. I was like, that's a good point. That's probe Uranus. Get what's it? The, classic comedy. Because it's about your bum. What's yeah. the rest of the article say? It's just about how like we, we should really be looking what's inside it. The last time like we flew past was like 30 years ago or something. Oh, so, really? Yeah, it was like the 80s was the last time we, <laughs> we need to get inside it. <laughs> we need to get inside Uranus. Yeah, we go back and we're like, hey, they're like, I remember Uranus having a lot more hair last time we were here. Because <laughs> they, <laughs> they know it's like, like big and gassy, but they want to get right inside Uranus yeah. and find out really It's funny because it's bum. Do you yeah. get it? 
I love it. I've done a little bit of comedy for you. But also, I, I like that. Um, I like that NASA was just like, "Fuck the other planets. We're <laughs> done with Mercury. That's what we want now. It's Uranus. We're having the Mars. Like Mars is boring." I was saying to Joshy boy, like we need to fuck stop going out. Not like socially, <laughs> everyone. But like, so seventy percent of the planet is ocean. Eighty yeah. percent of the ocean is undis- like undiscovered. We haven't looked in it. Right. <laughs> because the eighty percent of the ocean go. is under the sea. I'm it's like, wet. Is that wrong? <laughs> so it's like that's fifty percent of the planet. More yeah. than fifty percent of we the planet gotta, we haven't even looked at. And yeah. you want to go to Mars? You crash. How's all those like the conspiracies that are like there's aliens living uh, in the ocean because it's so it's where I'd live deep. Yeah, it's beachfront property. <laughs> in the beach, yeah. yeah. You can't get any more in the water, bro. I know. Well, if global warming keeps worrying, like if you make a house in the ocean, you don't have to worry about, oh my God, global warming, the ocean, the, the sand's getting closer to me. It's like, no, Maybe that's why they want the global warming because then we all become water people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think, do we're you think we'll adapt to go in the ocean? They reckon that like at one stage we were hell water monkeys though. That's why like, you know, when you're underwater for too long, you get you get like wrinkly hands because yes. you're getting more surface area. So you've got better grip. So it's the evolutionary things like that. The fact that like human babies is one of the only animals where you dunk them underwater and it holds its and breath inspection. <laughs> <laughs> you put a, put a baby in the water and it dies. Yeah. A lot of other babies just float. Yeah, a lot of them are fine. But yeah. these are not idiots. But they'll like hold their breath and there's all these like little things that it's like, oh, there was a period of time in our evolution where we spent a lot of time at least in like waist high water. Well, that's where so a theory of like real mermaids can come from. What you mean? What if there was a, sea, a certain sea monkey that stayed in the ocean and we they're just in the ocean? And they got like and a... And they, they became like yeah. human monkeys. It could have. Like in the same oh, way yeah. that there, was, yeah. there, there could have been under the sea things that survived the comets and stuff. If yeah. you even believed the comets. I don't believe the comet. I think... You don't? I think someone hijacked... Like I think someone hijacked a pterodactyl and flew it into the... <laughs> Flew it into the prehistoric bird trade center. It's just a big fat bird. Here's, okay, here's as conspiracy as I get that. I think this could have happened, right? So all of our evolution is 100,000 years as Homo, Homo sapiens, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then Australopithecus, our oldest ancestor, was 2.3 million years ago or 2.1. Um, and millions of years, is that's not that long a period of time, right? And if you take the amount of time between when dinosaurs were gone, you could easily throw in 100,000 or a million years yeah. in that time period. One of those animals could have gotten smart enough and gotten everything that we have oh. today and nuked the world that's, or done something. Yeah, that's exactly what Cam and I were talking about before you rocked up. Oh, we're just like, we are, we've, we've already reached this point of civilization. We just fucking bombed ourselves and now we've just built it back up to where yeah. we were before. So maybe it's happened before. Yeah. Because yeah. Oh, of, nice. of little weird things like for all of recorded human history, the most valuable thing in every culture is gold. That's the one thing everyone's used. It's like a currency. It's yep. what they trade. It's how they show wealth is gold. Yet it's only recently we found out that gold is actually a precious metal. It's like highly conductive. It's all these valuable things we can use mm. for technology for gold. Up until now, this only point of having gold is because it's shiny and we wanted it. Now we actually need it for things. And it's like, yeah. well, why is that innately in human civilization to, to chase it. after this minor metal that we didn't even know what the fuck to do with it? Yeah. Why has that been for thousands of years? It's like we've been so attracted to this thing. Is it just because it's shiny? And then it turns mm. out it's also we need it for space travel? Like, yeah, because other the diamonds co- we didn't... Uh, like diamonds like, well, that's we didn't a huge need. coincidence. Diamonds man. was like a, a big thing that only came out in the 20s after they were like, hey, every girl likes a diamond. We were also saying, like, what if we've lost 100 years? Oh, yeah, there's, yeah. A, there's another theory with historians and stuff. God, I'm, I, I knew this would happen. I'm so glad we got Cam and I, I was like, it, fucking yeah. hit me with it. I'm sorry. <laughs> give, me, give me that. There's Stop like, on board. It's like an episode of the Magic School Bus, but it's not fun. It's not It's not happy. It's like, yo, Miss Frizzle has not, she's got BPD and she's not. She's sad. Come on, the Magic School. The brakes are failed. It's like, yeah, and I'm taking you all with me. You're my 72 virgins. You're like, okay, Jesus. Because <laughs> she's from a public school. Of course there's 72 kids in there. <laughs> 
They're not virgins though. I, I hate this fucking trope where they're like, something's wrong with him. This person, something. We've got to shrink down to a microscopic level. It's like, no, bro, he needs surgery. Go to a doctor. Stop, go to a doctor. No, no, but what if we shrink down? I'm going to stop you right there. This is a bullet wound from a race-related uh, hate crime. It's not going <laughs> to... What if we go in through his nose and we only have 10 minutes? Why Why would you... Yeah. Well, also, why don't you do things better than just for your public school kids? Like, you got this so much power. You have the power of a god, Miss Frizzle, and you're using it to educate yeah. kids on the liver. Like, go to... <laughs> 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 no, but we only know like we only know like things existed because of history and stuff like that. And there's like a period of about a hundred years, about in the 1500s, where literally nothing happened, nothing around the entire world. Mm. And then you break down what was happening culturally and stuff. And like the people that were keeping the records, the people that knew how to read and write and know what the date were, was the church. Mm. And it was more important culturally with the 1600s with the church and like mm. certain years since Jesus and stuff. And there's like a school of thought and people are trying to disprove and stuff. But because there's no physical evidence of this period of time, the 1500s never happened. It's just the church wanted to skip forward to the 1600s. So they just wrote, they just made up a bit of history that happened in that time. So Whoa, we're actually living in 1922 right now because they added a hundred years so they could get, so when they're doing like the Doomsday Book, it was 1666 instead of 1566. But the only people that could keep the date and stuff were the church. So like no one knew how to read and write. So what does it matter to you if you're living in a peasant life? You don't know if it's Wednesday, that's let alone mental. what year it is. I mean, it wouldn't but, but be there's, that There's a lot hard, of evidence right? around the, there's, well, that's the thing. A lot of trying to tie it. How do you tee up? Did this actually happen in the 1500s? Because then it's like a story. And then when did the the this historical occurrence happening in England at this yeah. date? When did we hear about it in France? Okay, well that is seems to be 50 years later. So does that? Do you know what I mean? So mm. it's trying to tee up. But yeah, there's a whole school that's like now the 1500s didn't happen. Yeah, they cut it out just to make it cool. Look oh, cooler. that's incredible! I just want to listen to this all day. Like, I know, I'm, this I'm little, here for it. I love it. I think I I wish I could cut out my. 15, when I was 15. Right. I was like, oh, year 10. Life. It was a lot of badly fingering people. I wish that I could. <laughs> He's advanced. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I know that wasn't Reddit, but that's just things I think about sometimes. I think about um, how, uh, you know, how like fire kind of appeared at the same point and everyone's like, that's kind of strange. Yeah. Um, at different points in the world where people couldn't have walked in that time period, I guess. Yeah. And the other weird thing is um, all these buildings that follow the same structural uh, dynamics of, you know, yeah. the pyramid, there's the school of thought that's like, well, yeah, it's the most sound. It's the easiest way to it's build the easiest way to build. But they all came about this one thing and then there's this guy being like, uh, who was talking about there's different stories from different cultures that all said some cataclysmic event and then they started building from that event yeah. forward. Because apparently there's, and this is these light-skinned, white, bold guys, which I'm like, I don't buy this. Why would that demographic help minorities? <laughs> Why would that? Yeah. But apparently they were like, hey, there was a cataclysmic event. It wiped us out. It's going to happen to you guys. Like you need to build these things because they're the... But that's, so just as devil guy, because I love the idea. Like I, I'm so mm. biased on it that I want it to be true. But then yeah. when you look at things like how did every ancient culture have these like massive, like these stories that all seem to match up. Like there's all the flood story and all there's all these stories. Like it must be true. It's like a common, a mm. common not. But it's also, doesn't that just prove the limitations of human imagination. Like we can only think of you, every ancient culture either mm. says we come from the ground or we come from the sky. Because when you're standing there, where yeah. else the fuck are you going to come from? Like yeah. we either dropped down or we came up. Like, oh, there was a massive flood story. Because yeah, sometimes areas flood. So then, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. the world flooded that day. Like oh, there's just only yeah. common experiences. So it's not, that's why we look at it as, oh, there must have been a great flood. It's like, yeah, probably because major areas where there was riding the, I don't know, just yeah. as devil's advocate or stuff like when they're like, well, how did these pyramids all match to the stars? 
because there's no light pollution. So the only thing you're looking at yeah. for yes. mo- half of your existence is the sky. Yeah. What yeah. else are you going to point it at? Like, yeah. so just devil's advocate, you can kind of pull it apart and be like, oh, maybe, maybe. But yeah. I want it to be ancient. I want it to be like there's a thing to it. I yeah. want it there to be a purpose. We're not just like yes. random monkeys on a rock. You know what I mean? Because that's sad. Yeah. <laughs> Miss Frizz goes back in time and she's like, these were prehistoric man. And then <laughs> one of the kidleys behind like some headphones and a Joe Rogan podcast. And you're like, oh, Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh no. Jesus. You ever done DMT? They have now. <laughs> they have. Well, that's why I'm, I said to Josh before, I was like, would you rather go in the past or the future? A lot of people say the future. I want to, I just want to know what happened. I would go past. Oh my God. There were so I many go moments that I want to know about. Yeah. yeah. See, let me see it. Let me see what happened. I'd love and like, to see be. how much of it actually happened and how much we've just added a little bit of spicy blood yeah. to it. The Kennedy yes. assassination. Oh I'd God. love to pop a shot off as well. <laughs> if, what, if you just, if, Everyone's going to be distracted. You could kill whoever you want. 100%. I'm like Trump in that thing. He's like, oh, the president. Oh, okay. Sorry. Like this, yeah, because no one even mentioned it in a documentary. Also, another random was stabbed at the exact moment the president was shot. Like that wouldn't even come up. Like No, no one, one No one had no idea. And 20 bucks was stolen. By, and who was the guy in the background? Who was the guy? Who <laughs> <laughs> was the guy with the iPhone? The, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But how good was footage from back in the... Imagine like the... Just little things like, see, like if you were a, a, a really good like leader of... If you were like a really good like general in Rome, yeah. they'd throw you a tribute, a big party to yeah. come through Rome. That's, or like Cleopatra yeah. getting like little things where like these ancient giant spectacles and like yeah. you think of what like, like, like Diana's wedding looked like on TV. It's like, fuck, imagine what the mm-hmm. ancient ones have all looked like. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. I, I want to see that shit. Again, you could probably stab someone during Diana's wedding. Who is this guy? He's time traveling stabber. That's all you do is you come in. Yeah. How much would you pay to be able to be one of the guys that kind of dressed up as a Roman and was like, hey, there's Jesus. Pop, pop, pop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Give me more bread next time. Put some pastrami on that. What are you, fucking cheap? Pop, pop, pop. Yeah. Also heal yourself, dads. Yeah. Yeah. That's a big one. Okay. Okay. You get you get one thing. What what could you do that you would not necessarily change history the most, but if you could change one thing about it, and I mean like anything, like you're at the moon landing, there's one small step for man, one ah, buzz. I <laughs> Sorry. would I would I would <laughs> change. I, I would change. There, there was just a moment in history during the Romans where we almost had the Industrial Revolution. We had several different engineers working on steam engines doing mm. different things. They had cathedrals, they had like temples in Rome where you'd stand on it and the pressure pad would make water go into a siphon which would spin, yeah. heat up, the steam would move a turbine which would open the door. They had an automatic door. They were they had steam moving. If someone had a thought to put that turbine on a wheel, we yeah. have this steam engine in the Industrial Revolution 1,700 years oh, before man. we had it. You like, went that's serious. Like, <laughs> oh, oh, I should have gone silly. I'm no, so sorry. That's serious. So but that's like, it's like that one, we were so fucking close. And then I the empire obviously collapses and then I mean, like we have the dark <laughs> ages and we have all, but it's like we could be 1,700 years in the future because I mean, we, had, we were so <laughs> close to the industrial revolution yes. and just they didn't, people didn't talk yeah. to each other. Well, you would a, go back in time and say, hey, put a wheel on bro, that. Bro, no, I'll just, yeah, you big you're goose. Walking by, you're walking by with yeah. a pastrami sandwich. Like, I just got this from Jesus. Hey, you should probably put a wheel on that. Put a wheel on that, bro. Go back home and say 3,000 years of the future. Oh, what did I do? Everyone's got a couple of stab wounds. You're like, oh, okay, that was me. All right, that's probably me. That was my fault. Um, yeah, because I was thinking, like, what if they just were like, hey, let's put a giant barge out to sea with trampolines or something? <laughs> and then it just as MH370 went down, <laughs> it, it, it got just enough height, it landed, Lands and then, Rono. you know, yeah, finally, my luggage, uh. my beads. <laughs> Frankie, my what would you change? You could change one thing. Um, I'm going to go serious as well. Just to see where people died, he how they died. Friggin' no, but you can change Amelia one thing. Earhart. 
Okay, again, if we can bring back the trampoline thing. If we can bring back the trampoline. Yeah. A series of trampolines. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, we, we got another story here. Um, this is a, a great one. Madonna says, a lot of thought went into fully nude NFTs of her giving birth to centipedes. Madonna is defending her NFT as art after criticism of the work which was made from real scans of her vagina. The entertainer teamed up with digital artist Beeple to create the collection Mother of Creation, which depicts a nude Madonna giving birth to trees, butterflies, and other insects. And then it just explains what NFTs are. Like, that's the point that we got lost. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, 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 egghead, circle back. The three-minute-long video... Videos of digitized Madonna where different forms of life come out of her body. Finally, in Mother of Technology, a synthetic centipede crawls out of Madonna as she lays in a forest. What does that represent? As explained by the website, it depicted the way science can also give birth to light in the world, but only if used with the right consciousness. The centipede represents technology, both the life-giving force and the dangers of it. The juxtaposition of light and dark. Juxtaposition is one of those words where I'm like, if you use it, you got no idea what you're talking about. Yeah. Like when people are like, I'm actually being pretty subversive. Nah, you got no idea and you're being a dick and you're ruining yeah. Star Wars. Juxtaposition <laughs> always reminds me of, do you remember um, old mate bowling for Columbine? And then it's like, what a wonderful world. Yeah. And then showing the bombs exploding. Because I think that's maybe what they showed us to explain us what juxtaposition oh. was. So anytime I hear the word, I start thinking, what a wonderful world, and imagining things blow up. Yes. If you could have an NFT made of you, what would it be? The weirdest NFT you could make to outdo Madonna. Well, you can't copy. I was going to copy her and have things coming out of your. I'll have things going into my orifice. Yeah, I got Madonna going out, in my butt. I'm going to have so many different life coming. It's just me getting fucked by gorillas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The gorillas, best part is I already got the content. <laughs> yeah. All the great apes, basically. Yeah. And then yeah. people go, wait a second, this is interesting, but look at the timestamp 100,000 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> what a wonderful world. It's just you getting raw dogged by a gorilla. <laughs> Would you have the original? But I'm heterosapien, bro. Yes. <laughs> That's so funny. What caused Where the industrial the revolution? <laughs> I need more monkeys. We're going to have to find a way to bring them over here. We need something to roll. We need to automate this process of me getting <laughs> fucked by great apes. He was an okay ape, I guess. <laughs> it's pretty great. You're talking about him in bed. He was okay. You think the bugs <laughs> off me. It's pretty great. <laughs> He's fucking you and eating the ticks. Yeah. <laughs> What's an NFT? An NFT is a non-fungible token. It's uh, you're Duh. paying for the receipt for a proof of purchase to say that you own the receipt for the creation of something. So you don't actually own the artwork or whatever content is being created. So you can create NFTs of anything, but it's the idea that you own the receipt for it. It's, it's a good idea for being like, oh, you own creatively, you own a thing, but it's also just become like a pyramid scheme bubble where people are like, I own, the, I own this copy of this duck. And people like, are like, yeah, but who wants what? that duck? Yeah. No one wants that. But, but it's like, yeah, do, but they, I feel- do they trade them? If, if once someone wants to buy I them. Wish, is it trading? Yeah. yeah, it's like an asset. It's basically a lot of people made millions and millions of dollars in cryptocurrencies and they didn't yeah. have anything to spend it on. So then someone invented something to get their money off them. So then yeah. they're so like, hey, this art. is a good idea. This is the thing. You I just- like where you're going with this though, where NFTs should come with powers and abilities mm-hmm. and you have to trade them. And you have I to trade them, yeah. That would be amazing. It's like Pokemon cards. Pokemon. Yeah. It's Pokemon. <laughs> it's Pokemon cards. Thank Pokemon. you, it's Pokemon for adults. Yeah, okay. I think that's exactly cool. what it is. I would usually be embarrassed that I don't know what that is, but I don't give a fuck don't. about that. I've got no. a Gyarados yeah. and someone's like, well, i got Madonna shitting out of bees. It's so. like, so. I've heard about it because I've been Blue hearing about eyes, it white dragon. <laughs> and it just sounded so ridiculous I couldn't even be bothered to Google it. Don't even worry. I was like, I don't care. So you wouldn't have an NFT? I don't give a shit. Is that um, what your NFT is? Yes. 
That's a gif of me. Like, it's Frankie I saying, don't give a shit. I don't give a shit. And I'm I, holding wine too. It's like one of those gifts. Oh, oh my God. Gwen Stefani is really getting worse. Oh, getting I'm up. just a girl. <laughs> I'm just a girl shitting bees. I'm just a girl to NFTs. I don't care. <laughs> she says, she sh- it's like, well, you should. You should. Uh, <laughs> you know what we have to do to fix this? We're going to have to shrink down to a microscopic level <laughs> and get these insects out of it. But Cam's like, hey, can you do me too? Can you shrink down? To- yeah, yeah. You don't even have to shrink that small. Just, uh, yeah. <laughs> how many how many young boys can yeah. you get in the, in the back of the bu- <laughs> the party bus? 38 kids in the back and a creepy witch person <laughs> in the front. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, we also have uh, another story here. We'll go to the last one. Um, Utah mum selling almost 4,000 ounces of breast milk as baby formula shortage continues. Mm. So apparently there's a massive baby sh- formula shortage in the States. Right. You'd find a way that like maybe perhaps like humans can feed these kids milk. Like I'm, I'm, I'm just spitballing. Well, here. no, yeah, but Med, 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 Midler did tweet something like, how about breastfeeding, ladies? Gross. How about you try <laughs> breastfeeding? Disgusting. Yeah. She okay. said. What about the mums with no titties? Well, yeah, that's, that's people because she's going to go semi-cancelled for it. For Only semi. That. Wait, Bette Midler? Yeah. I, I think she's going to be all right. Yeah, she'll be fine. <laughs> she sold like 10 kilos of milk, right? Is yeah. that how much that works out to be? Wow. Like, that's a lot of how milk. How produce... much for a cue? <laughs> yeah, can I have a I love you. Yeah, yeah, quart of milk? Just how long was she milking arms. over what period of time does it save? Yeah, um, oh, okay. Actually, let's look at some quotes. I figure I'm running out of room, so I might as well help someone else. Um, she has three freezers full of breast milk. Um, she said, laughing, I know I have over 3,000 ounces, 3,000 ounces downstairs and probably 1,000 upstairs, she said, winking seductively at the camera. At first she wanted to... Do- <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. That's not, that's, there's, there's a reason Sam does these usually. <laughs> Mountain West Mother's Milk Bank would need more than 300 donors to meet needs in the community. During this donor shortage, they've gotten down to 175. So there's milk banks where women can go and donate can you get to pick what kind of milk you want? Like, you, no, do they do that with sperm well, samples? Like They're like, hey, I want this. Or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Does uh, that affect the flavor? Can I get no sugar? Can I get. Yeah. <laughs> Someone's just hell super. It's like, that one's your cult. That's good. <laughs> yeah, she's been sitting in the sun. <laughs> I don't know what the flavor is lemon, orange juice, but it's good. This milk's old. It's yogurty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're in um, the sperm bag, sir. <laughs> All right, we're going to cut to <laughs> another quick ad break. We'll be back in 45 seconds. I can't believe it. After all these years, he just left out of the blue and now I have nothing. Does that sound familiar? Well, here at Perth City Plants, we have the largest variety of succulents and vines for any scorned woman. See us now on the corner of Lonely and Waldorf Avenue, next to our partner stores, The Cat Empire and The Showerhead Depot. Perth City Plants, when your life turns to shit, use it. To grow some plants. All right, guys, uh, we have one little guest game at the end here. Uh, I wanted to say, just because we're not going to have ScoMo anymore, we're going to miss all the dumb things he says and does. So we thought we'd recreate some final things here with a couple of ScoMo Mad Libs. I've got a, I've got a, a little quote saying here, and then I'm going to ask for like nouns, adjective, people, places, and we're going to fill them in, and then I'll read them out, and we'll just see what comes up. Awesome sauce. Okay. So, okay. Now, can I, Cameron, we'll start first. Can I get an adjective, a describing word? A describing word? Slime... So slimy. Slimy. Great. I need a place. Kananara. Kananara, yep. Yeah. Uh, I need another place. Midland. I feel on brand. Midland. Yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, I need another adjective. That's another describing word. Yep. Gratefully. I need a sexy adjective. That's another describing word. That's sexy, hey? Yeah. Bulging. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, uh, a very hard to get to place. 
very hard to get to. Yeah, I'm just riffing it now, thank God. <laughs> very hard to get to. Uh, Could be anything. Uh, top of a ladder? Fuck. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's done it so good. This might actually just make sense. All right, I'm sorry. Let's go. <laughs> Women deserve the slime. <laughs> Women deserve to be slimy, whether they be from Kununurra or Midland. <laughs> Their grateful bodies and bulging minds are what I want to see in government and the top of the ladder. That's good. Yeah, That's that a really good works. one. All right, we'll do Frankie first. Can I get a famous Australian? Sophie Monk. Sophie Monk. And can I get a vehicle? Let's go tractor. Tractor and a verb, a doing word. Doing word, we are grinding. Grinding Ooh. and I need a place. A very cool place. Very cool place. We're going connections. Connections. I'm just going to put a gay bar. Okay, gay bar. <laughs> and now I need a body part. Knee. Okay, another dead Australian. Harold Holt. <laughs> <laughs> An adjective. Not a sex, just like regular. You can do a sexy one if you want. I mean, you probably should at this point. No, one I was thinking of was too much. Okay, do a really mean, <laughs> a mean adjective. Bitching. Bitching, okay. Yeah. <laughs> it does not make sense at all. No. <laughs> no. So, so it's hard to do. Oh, no, no. And then a verb, a doing word. Let's go walking. Okay. Australia's bushfires were the worst event in our history since Sophie Monk got in the tractor <laughs> grinding all the way to the gay bar. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't yeah. make sense though. But despite this, we know deep in our knee that Harold Holt was to blame. <laughs> And their bitching will walk on in infamy because of it. <laughs> okay, that's not bad. All right, we got, we got two more. Cameron, give us an angry doing word. S stamping. Stamping, <laughs> yep. Uh, type of movement. I mean, yes, it was the same one, but. Uh, dan uh, dancing? Dancing. Um, uh, that ruined it. <laughs> uh, oh, no, give, us, give us, no, no, give us an activity, actually. An activity? Yeah. Sewing. Okay. Give us a sad adjective. A sad adjective. It's a sad, a sad describing oh, word. Oh, a sad describing word. Um, uh, I'm trying to think of sad things. Do you know how hard it is to be sad, Colin? Uh, <laughs> you can think of a happy describing word. Uh, I can't even think of a describing word anymore. How do you describe something? That thing is very rainy. <laughs> and a noun? Henry. Fuck. I'm so no, sorry. no. Uh, let's go an emotive noun, like an emotion noun. Oh, an emotion. Like, yeah, yeah. Happiness, sadness. Uh, uh, I know emotion. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, we'll go. This is very hard for an Australian man. <laughs> emotion. Melancholy. Melancholy. Yeah. All right. Uh, an Australian brand. Rip curl. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a verb, which is another doing word. Shuckers. Wait, no, shuckers. <laughs> Can you do shuckers? Yeah, you do shuckers. Shuckering. Um, shuckering. Okay. And a weather. Type of weather. Uh, a type of weather yep. is uh, raining. Oh, we've got no. There's two rainings. We can't have two rainings. The type oh, of weather we're going to have bloody. We're going to have a. We're going to. It's, it's a bloody heat wave. <laughs> heat wave. Heat wave. Hillsong has taught me how stamping when I was sewing, in the rainy sense of Australia's melancholy, is important for us. When I think of Hillsong, I think of Rip Curl. <laughs> <laughs> and all the times I was shackering <laughs> out in the hot summer heat wave. <laughs> He was as well. He was doing it when he was on holiday in Hawaii. He loves that shit. Mm. He was shuckering. He's scummy. Um, okay, we'll do one more with Frankie. Okay. Uh, Australian animal? Wallaby. Adjective? Shaky. Shaky. Mm -hmm. um, okay, a doing word, so a verb, but a gross verb. Okay. 
Oh, it's oozing. Um, and then another activity. Make it an old activity. Oh, n- playing knuckles. <laughs> Adjective? We are climbing. No, we're painting. Okay, and another verb? A reading. <laughs> okay, this time actually makes the biggest sense. Okay. I don't like wallabies. <laughs> I think they're shaky. <laughs> they make it harder for Jenny to ooze when she plays knuckles. <laughs> All Australians need a form of painting in their day to fully experience reading to climax. <laughs> That was good. I think we all tried that. We all learned a bit from that. Mm-hmm. Um, that was ridiculous. Some of sounds like real shit that he would say, though. I know. That's why it's really hard. I You're good at this. I, I know. We just made it too legitimate. We should have done something serious that was like, I have feelings and this is what I imagine they're like. You have feelings and this is what I imagine they're like. <laughs> Do you like it? <laughs> <laughs> That brings us to the end of another episode of Weekly. Guys, thanks so much for joining us. We'll do a quick shout out for stuff you got coming up. Frankie, you're going to be gigging soon. Any gigs up? Gigs coming up. I'm going to my notes where I keep all my gigs in. Okay, no, I'm doing Underground. I'm doing your one for the 3rd oh, of June. Oh, cool. 3rd of June, which is going to be a great gig. Underground uh, at and the Recobite. 17th and, 8th and 18th of June, I'm doing the Oasis birthday Oh, that's a fun show. room. Big fan so, of that room. Yeah. We also have the talk show on June 2nd. You can come see Frankie. Come down for that one. She's going to be doing a special character. Cam, my dude, what do you got coming up? Secrets. You're not allowed to know. Super secrets. I'm hella mysterious now. I know you're so mysterious. But, but you do want to get some more Cam. I'm doing underground with you. Oh, yeah, you're doing underground yeah, as well. Oh, shit, that makes sense. Can't All right, get, cool. That was the get, reason why we brought you on. Yeah. get Lucy Goosey. Yeah, that'll be a fun one. We got a new sponsor, uh, Heroes and Villains. They're going to be kicking out some amazing new beers. I cannot wait. Come check out the talk show June 2nd. We got a bunch of new gear coming up on the Patreon, extended cuts and Patreon exclusives for this and all of our other content is coming up. Plus, we are almost to our first marker on the Patreon for um, our first funding goal, which is pretty sick. So yeah. if we hit that, we're going to make you guys a custom sketch just for you. We've got a bunch of cold opens to film and some new wacky stuff and hopefully Sam will be back. We wish him all the best. We don't know what's wrong with him, but we know it's bad. Um, <laughs> Missed you, Sam. <laughs> Missed you, Sam. Rest in peace. All right, guys, that's been Ebsworth Weekly. We'll catch you on the flip. Bye. Bye. This presentation was brought to you by Puppy Breath Records. Find us on Facebook and Instagram.